Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. This guy doesn't just like football. He f- loves football. How do you keep your contact balance right here? Watch this. He's looking at 34. That's all. Bam. Gets hit. No, 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 no. I'm all right. That's called contact balance right there by Robinson. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a devastating blow. And yet you find another five yards at the end of that thing. That is, that's not a good run to me. That's a great run, Adam. That is so much fun to watch. Football! Football, yeah! Football! Football! Contact balance. You ever heard that one before, Judd? Contact I have not. Balance. I have not, but Schlo- but but Stink loves football. That's a great next edition of a guy that Stink? loves football. Mark Schler. Yeah, his his nickname is Stink. Stink. Oh, never heard that one. Because is this the he, first time you've heard this. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I was like, what are you talking about? Who is Stink? You know what he did, right? Well, you. I guess you don't. He isn't, he, isn't this why he's called Stink? Yes, he would purposely at the start of games he would purposely pee his pants and make sure the opponent what? knew. He would purposely pee his pants at the start of games and, and make sure the opponent knew, because he was. It would make him sort of uh, much less, um, much less fun to play against. How about that? So he was, he was essentially trying to make it known how much of a savage he was going into each game. If you're going to be in the trenches with me, I am willing to stoop to any level. Football. I will to urinate. Win this interaction. I will, I will urinate over both. One of, of the most I, preposterous things I've ever heard. But in the God. trenches, I will urinate because you will then find out what uh, what I'm willing to do to win football games. You know what? I want Kirk to do that next time. Kirk no. takes the field, pee your pants on purpose, and then no one will touch you. I almost peed my pants on purpose a couple of times during my 13 uh, hour travel day, which we will talk about a little bit. Later on, maybe here in the show, but this is Purple Daily, a write that down Wednesday here. Daily Vikings Entertainment, where dang it, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Uh, you can check out the Scornorth shop, scornorth.com slash shop for Purple Daily related merchandise. The show is presented by our friends at TCL. TCL is one of the world's best selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And uh, the official craft beer of Purple Daily is Surly. And there are plenty of options this time of year for celebratory Surly's, Judd. 
In fact, you know what? It, it also makes a great gift because you can stop and there's, I don't know anybody that wouldn't love to open up a six pack of Furious, of Logic Bomb. How about this one? Before I die for a Vikings fan who says, oh my God, before I die, I've been trying to find this beer and now I've got it for a gift. So yes, Surly Brewing products are outstanding. They will never let, let you down. And if you're looking for a Christmas gift, I think it would be a heck of a gift as well, Surly Brewing. And as you're sipping on that, Surly, show us your cans. Show us your cans at Score North on Twitter. Amen. Amen. All right, here's how Write That Down works every single week. Uh, if you're wondering when are you guys going to admit that you were wrong, well, it is literally every Wednesday on both Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. We're the only show in America that puts statistics next to our predictions. Three Vikings or football-related predictions or show-related predictions every single week. They must be quantifiable. Those are the only real parameters here. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app, like Dustin is about to jump in here in a few minutes and be our guest listener predictor. Declan has been leading pretty much all four categories across both shows all year. It's gotten a little dicier here on Purple Daily. We went into the week with three guys within a point and a half completion percentage of each other. Judd's in the mix. Check down Judd. Declan and I are fighting for the, the touchdown championship, so... A lot to be decided here in the coming weeks as we wind down the 2022 Write That Down season. Are you guys ready to be held accountable? Let's do it. Yes. Yes, I okay. am. Very excited for this. All right. We start with Judd. Or not. You had a few things come off the board here. You said the Bears would go 1-3 and three in their next four games in November, starting with that Miami game. They actually went 0-4. They lost like five in a row. Yeah. yeah I should have done that one. I feel like they're doing what you'd want them to do if you're a Bears fan, though. They look pretty good and competitive for large chunks of games, and then they just lose to get Agreed. the better draft pick. Yes. Justin Fields looks like he's developing, but they lose anyway. You said Tanner Morgan would throw no fewer than 20 touchdowns in 2022. Um, unless you think he's going to throw 12 in uh, whatever random bowl game. He's not going to play in that game. Okay. Give me the buzzer. You did say the Vikings would beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football, though. Very good. Or uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday. Wednesday night. <laughs> man, Friday Night Football. The man is sleep deprived. I'm literally on. That game on Mars, right the now. Vikings are going to beat the Patriots. <laughs> uh, on uh, Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> All right. I had a couple things come off the board here. Oh, we'll start with this one. A little parlay. Ooh. I said Kirk would be sacked. I thought Kirk would have a. Yeah, a tough time Fair. against the Patriots. So he'd, be, he'd sacked at least three times, two turnovers or more Viking, or in the and the QBR would be under fifty. He was pretty much awesome, except for like two bad throws in this game. So. Okay. However, old Macadac correctly looked into his crystal ball and saw the Vikings scoring a defensive or special teams touchdown against the Patriots. Thank you, Kane Wangwu. All right. Yeah, that's a nice one. You're right. So the Vikings would finish no worse than two games behind the Packers in the NFC North. When I made this prediction, I thought, boy, they're going to have a nice season. The Packers are still the kings of the North, but the Vikings are going to be kind of right there toe-to-toe with the Packers. Well, now mathematically, uh, well, they're basically like guaranteed at this point mathematically to destroy the Packers in the division, let alone finish two games behind them. So this is correct. <laughs> Listeners. 
Lane said Mac Jones would throw two picks against the Vikes. Alex said the Vikings would lose at least two of these three games, Buffalo, Dallas, New England. Oh, They won two of three those games. It's a tough part of the schedule here. Declan, you wanted a C.J. Ham touchdown against the Patriots. I did. But Kirk did post a 95 or above passer rating. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings did cover the two and a half. And so here's where we stand in completion percentage and touchdowns. Look at this battle. Declan leading with a 36.6% completion percentage, 1% above me at 35.4, and just a percentage and a half above Judd at 35. But old Macadac took the touchdown lead with 13 to Declan's 12, Mm -hmm. Judd's 7 listeners at 5. You know what this is called? in the fourth quarter. This is called parody. This is called parody. No one's really good, but it's called parody. Yeah. We're all uh, definitely missing on two of every three predictions. (laughs) But damn it, at least Declan and I are swinging for the fences once in a while here, throwing deep chunk yardage passes down the field. Listeners are just struggling in both categories, so we might need uh, Dustin to come in here and, and help with this. Let's get Dustin in. Hey, predictor. Dustin. Dustin, do you feel some extra pressure here looking at these terrible statistics? Uh, I guess my goal is try to get us uh, above 500 here. So, yeah, I think just getting above like 25 percent would be the first step, and then yep. and then go yep. from there. Uh, when did you first become a Vikings fan? Uh, that was probably back in maybe like 2007. Um, I. I used to be a Packer fan growing up in Wisconsin and all that. Whoa. Um, I tell everybody that it was just maturity that I went to the good side. So um been a Vikings fan ever since. I really started paying attention in like 2015. Um, went to eight games last year um, for this year and wow. going to keep, keep going. So what changed you? Like what, what was the switch? Uh, it was, you know, is before Brett Favre, everybody thinks it was Brett Favre that made me change, but <laughs> I, I just kind of liked the colors at that time and, you know, uniform helmet. That's stuff the like second, that. right? Yeah. That down contestant second today that guy. said that the, the colors sort of hooked them in as a Vikings fan. Interesting. Okay. That's sort oh, yeah. of, uh, that, that purple, the, the, the pastel purple, I guess. Two good color, color combinations. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So here's how this works. We're going to start with Dustin, go around the room. Dustin, Judd, Declan, myself will make three trips. So uh, you're up first. You're you're under center, Dustin. What is your first prediction? All right. I'm going to start off with a little mild here, a little mild spice. Uh, we're going to go with the Vikings. We'll win. We'll go 5-1 and one, uh, with the final stretch of games. Ooh. Off the record, I think that they will lose to the Lions, but they will go 5-1. and one. Okay. It is funny because that Lions game, the the if you ranked based on like you know what analytics would say, I think the Jets are probably the toughest game on their schedule. But that Lions game does feel like the trip up game. If I was at the Lions game last year when we lost to them, and that was uh, you, all the Lions fans were so happy and all that, and I'm just like, you just got walked out of there like we just we just lost to them. Yeah, it was their Super Bowl, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Judd, what's your first prediction? 
All right, my first prediction is going to go to the game on Sunday, Vikings-Jets at the U.S. Bank Stadium. Mike White will throw at least two interceptions on Sunday. So he's coming off a good game. He's a young QB. Um, I am hoping after the Mac Jones experience that, that Donish gets some pressure here. Like, like you cannot let a quarterback like this just sit back there. Um, there has to be pressure applied that at least looks like it might cause you some problems once in a while. So I do think that uh, I think that this this Vikings team has made some good adjustments game to game for sure. So Mike White throws at least two picks. Okay. Maybe this is yeah. Maybe this is the game where they write this down. Uh, just finally like hit a new level. Def- I'm still giving them some patience here that there is a new level defensively they can get to. And maybe, maybe December is the switch that's flipped. Declan, what's your first prediction? All right. I'll go with this one. Uh, I believe we're going to see some Jalen Rager. Finally, I think you're going to see a little bit more reps. He had the big catch and he actually has Did not seen the had... tweet. No. What was the tweet? No. Oh, he put out a tweet that, that uh, was a picture of him sitting on the bench and said oh, something like Wait, yeah. watering nice my flowers or the flowers. Yeah. And then he quickly deleted that and just put the, picture of him on the bench out yeah he was, so he was actually the, really cool the photo. text off yeah it was a great picture but i think the i think the implication was good old jalen could be playing more he's gonna maybe okay. get two catches instead of one. Oh, oh, well there's my wow. prediction right there jalen rager will have multiple receptions for the vikings against the jets he has not <laughs> had a single game of that this season so write it down jalen rager will okay. have multiple receptions for the vikings against the jets well, if it hasn't happened yet, this it's not a touchdown. But no, if touchdown. it hasn't happened yet this season, then I guess it's fair enough. Yeah, he's yeah. only caught five passes yeah. all year for forty nine yards. So all right, that's fair enough. So it's, it's a it's a guy that's not looking to give up too much ground in the in the like completion down. percentage category. But Here's a guy. Here's a guy who doesn't want to okay. give up. I still would like the touchdown title more than the completion percentage title. And so I'm going to try and sprinkle in touchdowns here. Here's one of them. We will see a, write this down, a Tyler Conklin revenge touchdown in this game. So Tyler Conklin will score a touchdown. Now in his career, he's averaging one touchdown every 10 games. So if you, if you just take that percentage, this is a, a touchdown. He only has three touchdowns on the year, uh, two since week one. So Tyler Conklin will get a rare <coughs> touchdown against his former team. I like it. Write it down. Okay, back over to Dustin. Write this down. All right. Uh, you know, we got one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the league. I think he will go for not one, but two touchdowns on Sunday. Ooh. All right. I know Sauce Gardner is elite, but I think uh, he's going to get two over him, so. This is one of those where I think egos are going to be very much in play here, right? Sauce is going to want a piece of Justin Jefferson, vice versa. Great trash talking, right? There has to be. I mean, there could yes. be great trash talking here. Yeah, I would I would put my money on Justin Jefferson. Write this down. All right, Judley. All right, hate to uh, d- disappoint Vikings fans, but the more I watch this team, the more impressed I become, and it's sort of the November into December push that some teams make, and you're just like, okay. The San Francisco 49ers will represent the NFC, the National Football Conference, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think the 49ers are going to come out of this conference. Um, if I had to rank them right now, I would say San Francisco 1, Dallas probably 2, Philly, Vikings. But San Francisco, I just like what they're doing a lot. 
I well, love think, how they you think play. Dallas, Dallas is the second most likely team to yeah, get. I think Super Dallas Bowl. is going to be better than Philly in the playoffs. Ooh, that's a lot of Mike McCarthy faith. Yeah, I know, I know, but I love Parsons and I like how they play as well. Uh, and and he's been there before. Like it is a lot of faith, but I mean he's been there. It's not like he didn't get there. Uh, Philadelphia, I have questions about the the head coach a little bit, and I just they've been so hot, but I don't know if I like them. I don't know if I love them as a playoff team, which is my problem with the Vikings, especially on defense. Oh, look at you, San Francisco, Philadelphia. Just your your coastal bias here. Judd's coastal bias. I mean, the playoffs change everything. The playoffs change everything. The playoffs change everything changes when it's crunch time in the playoffs, and and that's where heroes are made. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay, Declan. All right, my second prediction. Uh, I'm going to ride the Kirk train a little bit more. He had a big game last week against the Patriots statistically. So write this down. Kirk Cousins will post a passer rating above 100 against the Jets. 100 or above passer rating for Kirk Cousins against the Jets. Okay. There's so many different directions this game could go, right? This could be, because this is another great pressure defense. Mm -hmm. I could see, you know, Kirk struggling early again and then having to dig out. Write this down. We'll see. Um, Write this down. I'm going to go with a a year-end award parlay here. I think this is a touchdown. I'm just going to go two of them. Kevin O'Connell will win Coach of the Year, and Justin Jefferson will win Offensive Player of the Year. Now, those two things on their own are, I think those are those are like among or the favorites in each category. But I think those those together is that a touchdown pass? Yeah, put those things together. O'Connell's yeah. got competition for yep. sure. Yes, and Justin Jefferson does yeah. too. Yeah, true. He's got to finish mean, strong. Yes, that's a touchdown. Yep. Who are the? I don't have the odds in front of me, but who are the other at this? But Robert Sala, Sirianni. is probably in the conversation. Sirianni, big Nick time. Sirianni for sure. Mm-hmm. But if the Vikings win like thirteen or fourteen games, yep, in Kevin O'Connell's first year. I mean, come on. Give to the guy. Write this down. All right, Dustin, what's your third and final prediction? All right, kind of got a little uh, parlay here. So uh, Kirk Cousins will – so let me start off with this. I don't know if you guys saw the clip floating around where Cousins was on this podcast with, I think, Paul Allen Paul Allen and uh, Pete Bursage talking about his dentist actually possibly getting him, you know, his uh, grills uh, either I by did. Christmas. I saw it. Um, so I think he will both – so after the Green Bay game, after that win, that's my first one, um, I think Kirk will have both his chains and a grill on the plane ride home. Oh, I love that. Dude, <laughs> wow. that is a great write that down. Congrats. You know I, what? I kind of like you, it. You just brought it. That was great. This is great. Okay. <laughs> Wish I thought much, of it. I'm jealous. I just did a Google search here for diamond grills. How much do diamond like teeth oh, grills man. cost? And there's a website called Johnny, is it Johnny Dang and Company? Sure. Dot com, and they literally have like all. They look like dentures with just diamonds on the teeth. Is that what they're basically dentures? Is that what they are? Probably. I, I think so. I think so. Um, I know a lot of people around. I think K fan people all had like grills from like Amazon or something, like the real fake looking ones. So just to imitate, it's kind of okay. cool. So how much would you guess on this website here? How much would you guess uh, a new deluxe uh, diamond? Uh, they're called Flawless Diamond Grills. How much would you guys guess those cost? Like the high-end ones. 15000 A little higher, higher. Yeah, I wouldn't. 
26,000, 26,000. So Kirk won't be purchasing these, but if somebody were to give him some grills. Kirk wouldn't even pay a hundred grand for his favorite band. (laughs) Is it Creed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He wouldn't even pay for Creed to come play for his uh, Mm -hmm. backyard party. So, all right, (laughs) Dustin, that's a great prediction. Thanks for coming on here. Hey, since you've got this life changing platform right now on purple daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this moment? Uh, um, I mean, I wish I could, you know, thank my family, they're all Packer fans. So, um, I guess I can thank them a little bit for that, but, um, I'm, I'm also on TikTok, that Vikings fan. I've been growing a lot of followers too, so I can thank a lot of them as well. Um, if you guys are watching this, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I gotta do. And thank you guys for having me on as well. So awesome, man. Great Great stuff, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, keep growing that TikTok. And good luck with your predictions. Thank you. All right, that's Dustin, guest listener, predictor here. Uh, before we move forward, Judd, let's tell the audience about a place that my wife and I have had a couple fun dates, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, if you're looking for a fun night out in the burbs. Yeah, exactly right. I will in- indeed. So so I talked about at the top of the show, Surly, because that's a great gift for yourself or your dad or something, right? But now you're looking, guys, you're looking for gifts for mom or the girlfriend or your wife, and you're panicking because it's, it's going to be like, oh, you're going to leave, leave it till the last second. Don't. In fact, a gift card, which I've got right here, to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater is the perfect gift idea. It lets you pick what you want to see, and there is something for everyone musicals on stage, concert series, comedy improv shows, and the night can include a great steak as well, prime rib, or the famous Chan Chicken. So I'm telling you right now, she's going to love this. In fact, you are as well. And it's this simple. You never have to leave home. You can call 952-934-1525 to get the gift card, or go to ChanhassenDT.com. That's Chanhassen dt.com you can buy the gift card online and i'm telling you it's a perfect holiday gift so guys sports dad is here to give you ideas chan dt.com what's it called the chan chicken the chan chicken I, i'm a big prime rib guy i love oh prime gosh. rib yeah you know uh maya Mackie, i think would love prime rib and chan chicken but we try so not Stella. to give her people food yeah and she's mostly fine with that because she is satisfied with her Nutrisource chicken and rice. Maya Mackey, she's very excited to see Dad come home at uh, 2.30 in the morning <laughs> Pacific time last night. Yeah, I'm sure she was. And then uh, this morning, she was very excited for her for her breakfast, the Nutrisource chicken and rice. She's into the treats. Uh, Stella is a little bit older than Maya, but mm-hmm. it's, it's good digestive health for dogs of all ages when you go with Nutrisource. And Stella loves it because guess what? She loves the food, and she also loves the treats. And most importantly, because of that, she's about 12 years old. She's running around like she's about four. You know what? Who's a good girl? Why? Because because your dog will love the Nutrisource food and the treats. But more importantly, you'll also see their health benefit as a result. So, yes, young or old, your dog is going to love what they get from Nutrisource. Amen. And uh, our friends at Federated, too, thank you to them for being one of our great partners over the past few years as we've, as we've tried to grow Score North, Purple Daily, uh, all of our podcasts under that umbrella. Uh, they've also been a great guiding hand for countless businesses over the past several decades, dating all the way back to 1904 is when they were founded in Owatonna, Minnesota. And uh, they're just a great guiding hand to help you navigate the waters of business. 
So check out all the different resources and uh, and things that they can help you with as a business owner at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours, okay? Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd, your third and final prediction. Third and final prediction is uh, one that I'm going to push out down the, the road, but I think it's going to be one that is going to happen, so I might as well get ahead of the ball game here. Justin Jefferson will be on the cover of the next Madden game. Justin Jefferson is going to grace the cover of the next Madden game. One of the listeners has yeah, that Yeah, the listeners have it well, too. Which is fine because it's – the yeah, rule it's is away, if, away if it's from the, the same day, you have to up the prediction, but yeah. if it was a, a different time period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he seems like probably the likeliest candidate, right? Wide receiver. Yeah. Widely known. New face for the game itself. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Okay, Dex. All right, down. three item parlay. I believe this is enough for a touchdown. It's very specific. Vikings score first. They never trail in the second half, and they cover the spread. Three points spread, oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, that's a touchdown. So they score first. Yes. They yeah, never they trail in the second half. That, that's a lot. And they cover the spread. Three points. Yep. Okay. I'm here for this one. Okay, I'm I'm also going to drink some Vikings Kool-Aid here. Write this down. So I think they, so they did beat the Packers by 16. The spread on this is like three and a half right now. I think Vikings three, three and a half. It's three, yeah. So they have wins of 16, 4, 3, 7, 8. It's all one-score wins. 8, uh, then there's a 3, a 3, and a 7. So write this down. I want this to be a touchdown. This will be the widest margin of victory all Mm. season for the Vikings. It'll either tie or be. So they'll win by 16 or more is what I'm saying. And that's what they beat the Packers by in week one? Yep, 23 to 7 they beat the Packers by. All right. So the spread is like three. I'm saying mm-mm. this is the week. The, the Jets are going to come down from their Mike White high. The Vikings have, have been humbled a couple weeks ago. They have sort of fixed some of those problems, and they'll push forward. Now, that, that might lead them right into a trap game at Detroit the week after. And we can talk about that game later, but Vikings by 16 or more. All right. All right, there's your write this down. Write that down predictions. The only show in America that actually keeps statistical track of our predictions, mostly of how how wrong we are. Uh, gentlemen, Justin Jefferson, I'm sorry, I can't tell if this is from a, a Vikings.com interview or because the author is also referencing a Johnny K athletic interview as well. So I think he might be taking some stuff from Johnny K, but I'm going to read you a couple excerpts here from something. Uh, Kirk Cousins' stats don't indicate he's playing otherworldly, but he's taking more risks this season. A prime example was the throw he delivered to Jefferson on second and two from the Vikings' 49-yard line in the fourth quarter on Thursday with two Patriots defenders glued to Jefferson who made the tough 36-yard catch. I believe this is the one, too, where there was a safety coming over the top. So just a tight drop in the bucket window. One play later, Cousins found Thielen in the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown with 9.34 left. Quote from Jefferson, This whole year, ever since I've been here, I've been asking Kirk to do it. I feel like every single week he's getting more and more confident to give me those types of throws. So this is Jefferson going on the record and saying, I've been wanting this. Just throw me. I'm not covered, dude. Yeah. And on this play he's referencing, there are literally two Patriots, I think, bracket covering him down the field. He splits the bracket. He breaks loose 30, 35 yards down. There's a safety peeling over the top, and Cousins throws 
it looked like an underthrown pass, but I think he did it on purpose because if he, if he throws it five yards further and leads Jefferson, he leads him right into the safety. And so that's a that's a pretty risky, tight window throw. There are two defenders bracketing Justin Jefferson. And in previous years, it's sort of like, well, well, they were bracketing him or there was a safety over the top, so we had to move on to a, you know, a Tyler Conklin check down or something. So what do you make of Justin Jefferson saying, this is this is exactly what... Thank you, Kirk. Thank you, KOC. This is exactly what we've been asking for. I think this has been um, sort of, at least through the first part of the season, the balancing act, right? Like, what's a dangerous throw? What's a stupid throw? And what's a throw that Justin Jefferson is going to make the catch? And probably nine out of ten guys in this league, if not more, can't. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, this is... This all goes back to what we've talked about for so long is Kirk Cousins has a special arm and Kirk Cousins can make throws and they're going to get picked off at times. But you know what? When you're dealing with Justin Jefferson, and I I think that in retrospect, this is very much right or wrong, and he's probably right, the category that Diggs put himself in, right? Like what was Diggs' frustration? Diggs' frustration was this run-first mentality and, and, you know, in retrospect now, they basically treated Diggs and Thielen the same, and I think Diggs thought, and I think he's right, I'm special, man. I mean, Thielen's really good at what he he does, and I'm not trying to discredit him one bit. But when you look at the Diggs of the world and Jefferson's, they're more special. Mm -hmm. And and, and I also think Diggs saw what Jefferson saw, which is dude can make these throws. Like this is Cousins benefits by Jefferson's presence, but Jefferson benefits by Kirk's presence as well if Kirk is willing to and KOC signs off on those throws so this isn't like well any quarterback would thrive here no Kirk's got a special arm so I I think that this is a balancing act and I think that this has been discussed behind closed doors a lot and it should be about what's what's flat out stupid and what does this team need to do to win games at winning time so I think it's come together um, and I also think that more and more we see what the frustration of Diggs is and what KOC does so differently than what what the Vikings previously with the previous regime offensively were willing to do. Yes, it's all to me. It's also this season with the Vikings, and I will even say last season with Matthew Stafford and the Rams, and, and the common denominator there is Kevin O'Connell as part of the offensive mastermind of both teams. I think when you look and see Matthew Stafford leading the NFL with like 17 interceptions, no quarterback threw more picks than Matthew Stafford last year. And Kirk Cousins isn't leading the NFL, but he has two more picks already this year than he had all of last year. Yep. And he's, and he's four interceptions. He, um, yeah, he's four interceptions off of his career high set in 2017 and 20. So there's a very, very good chance that he flies right past the most interceptions he's ever thrown. I think what we're seeing here is, the football stats, the fan that we get so enamored with fantasy stats, because those are the things that we as football fans just sort of are ingrained to track yardage and touchdowns and completion percentage isn't really a fantasy stat, but um, those stats don't matter without context. And then we put in, and because interceptions are a minus two on your fantasy team, those are, those are bad. And yes, intercept, you don't want to be just rifling off interceptions, but if playing more aggressively especially in moments of trailing in the second half or you know your your offense has to have chunks down the field in the fourth quarter it's just showing you that the stats that you're used to glancing at yards touchdowns interceptions you need context for them 
I think Cousins is playing much better in terms of being a winning quarterback this year, but the stats are down. He's going to wind up with a lot more interceptions, but it's all part of a process that's leading to him finding Jefferson down by seven, fourth quarter, or here's a drive we have to have to put the Patriots away. Fourth quarter, bam, 36 yards down the field through bracket coverage with a safety rolling over the top. That might have been an interception in a previous year. It might be an interception against the Jets, but you have to throw that pass. Yes. And and if it's a pick, it doesn't mean you're going to lose. You might just get the ball back and go try again. So we never discussed this, but it's become clear to, to me too. So one of my frustrations with Kirk and the coaching staff previously was this. When you're going to pay a quarterback like the Vikings do, if you don't maximize what that guy does well, it's a waste of, of your money. For instance, Kirk Cousins, he's not going to run a ton. He can run a little bit, but he's not going to run a ton. But the payoff on Kirk and where you get your investment back is in making throws that sometimes he hates to make, uh, but he can make them. Like we have seen Kirk, there are there are several examples of Kirk Cousins' time since arriving in 2018 as a Viking where we have seen him make what I would call special throws. And and those are not throws that Christian Ponder could make. Those are not throws Tavares Jackson could make. Those are throws that really good quarterbacks who have arm talent, as they like to call it the football world, can make. And so when you're not maximizing that, what are you doing? The passes to Jefferson, and again, he is special, but the passes to Jefferson are maximizing that. And, and so as I told uh, Dex on on MNJ today in talking about what Kirk has done, you know, I don't really care about Kirk's stats, and I don't care about padding his stats. What I care about is are you maximizing what Kirk does well when you need him most? Because in this league, every game's so damn tight that you, you can have a terrible second quarter, and you can still win if you can rebound and come back in the fourth quarter. So this is this is why what Jefferson is saying, and I and to be clear on Jefferson, I think he's a pretty brilliant player. Like, I don't think he just sees it through the lens of, well, I like my stats. I think he sees it through the lens of a guy who is used to winning a lot of games. And, and And Phil, to your point, too, from a thousand times, and you're right about this, you know what? And this is not a knock, but Kirk Cousins, as an athlete and player, doesn't have a ton of winning reference points. Justin Jefferson does. He knows what winning looks like, and he knows what it takes, and he knows what his role is supposed to be. And I think that's what KOC and to a certain point, certainly now Kirk are maximizing. Yeah. Winning. Yep. No, it's a, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, and he, and Jefferson hasn't really pulled the digs card and thrown a tantrum and stuff, but he's, there's been times where he's very clearly frustrated up until this season with why aren't we doing more of this? Why aren't we? And, and this quote that kind of started this conversation kind of speaks to that, where he's saying, this is what I've been asking for. I am not covered. Bracket coverage does not. Bracket coverage might take some guys out of a play, not me. He split. I wish. I, I wish I would have queued this up for the YouTube audience, but he. We broke this down actually on trenches with Boone. If you want to check that out, like forty-five minutes into the episode that posted on Tuesday morning, it's like in basketball when, uh, let's say, like Steph Curry or some other combo guard is just having a crazy game, and you'll start to see a half court trap, right? They'll just they'll just sort of rush him off a of pick and roll. Yep. 
And usually, okay, now it's time now it's time for me to pass and find the open defender. Or if you're nuclear hot, you just split the double team and get into the lane or find yes. an opening. This is what Justin Jefferson has done to some bracket coverage this season, where yes. The, the the defense thinks well this will this will scheme him out of this and now they'll have to go somewhere else and he says whoop whoop actually I'm just going to split the double team here hand up in the air I'm open thirty yards down the field yes and if you run enough different plays and and one thing that O'Connell's done and he's done a great job and it's not r- rocket science is this one you put Jefferson in motion. If they follow him, it's man. If they don't, it's zone. And you will see this. He's so good that I think a lot of teams are are just like, we're going to maintain our zone principles and hope, right? So yeah. it's not like he's constantly being followed by, by um, uh, a cornerback who is a Pro Bowl player in his prime. But the Patriots stayed in zone a lot. Then they came out of zone and tried to go man. And this gets back to the Cooper Cup thing that O'Connell talked about, where this gives Kirk the answers to the test. So now Kirk knows. So so probably, I don't know, seven out, out of ten times, you can trust Jefferson to make a play there. The other three, somebody is open, i.e. Thielen, in the end zone where three guys follow Jefferson. So, like, this is the whole coaching thing. And, and this is the difference in, in the calculus that they are doing now compared to the, what, geometry that, that Clint Kubiak was? Is, it Clint math? Kubiak now, is he now calling plays for Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what, I'd like to, there, I'll cross myself for the, oh. the Broncos. And, I mean, that's a disaster. But the point is, the point is now Kirk has the answers to the test fairly quickly, and Kirk's smart enough to process that. And he has permission more so from KOC than Mike Zimmer if you don't get one of the questions right, it's okay. C's get degrees here, man. We can, we can, yeah. you can whiff on a couple. You can get the answer wrong. We'll talk about it. But we need you to keep filling out the blue book. You need to keep being aggressive and answering the Keep the writing test that questions. essay, baby. Keep writing <laughs> that essay, no matter how bad it might read sometimes. Uh, Judd can write an essay about, and we will, real quick, we will, uh, and we only have a few minutes left here in the show because we're, we got some other things to record here, but. I have, based on a nightmare travel day yesterday, I have updated airport and flight pet peeves for you guys. I have I have updated my top five pet peeves list, and I want to run it oh by my you. God, You've yes, traveled a like, lot, too. Yeah. Like, like, this is the thing, too. You're <laughs> banking miles now, so, like, you're going to get more and, and more. And I would guess that post-pandemic, like, I, I traveled a lot uh, from 2003 through about 2010, but I would guess that post-pandemic, it's worse now. Like, there's more pet peeves to have. There's a lot of angry people. Yeah, so let's let's uh, tell right. the audience. You could write a paper about losing weight is what I was going to say, and then we'll oh. get to – so go ahead. Tell the audience about Livia first. I will, in, indeed, down 40 pounds, and here's the most important thing, keeping the, the weight off. The holidays are coming, right? And right now you're on the couch and you're gaining weight, and you're like, oh, man, the holidays, I can't lose weight. Well, that is, that is malarkey. That's not true because my friends at – Livia Weight Control Centers can help you drop weight. Don't wait until January 1st. In fact, how would you like to have, I don't know, let's say 15, 20 pounds off your frame by the time New Year's hits? Clothes are fitting. You're feeling great. Well, the holiday gift to give yourself. So I got ideas for everybody, right? But especially you. Save 50%. It's the best offer of the year. 
Save 50%. Start losing that weight now. Feel great. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A.com. Ho, ho, ho. Give yourself the gift of weight loss. Okay, I'm going to give you guys here. Are we okay? Can we do like five minutes, five yeah. more minutes? Yeah, we're, we're going to record oh, yeah, that. Yep, yep. Here, yep. So. All right. In fact, okay. I'll text Chip right now. Okay. Just tell him, hey, we're Go. complaining about travel yep. here. These are total first world problems, by the way, because... Yep. Old Macadac has been has been logging a lot of trips, you know, Phoenix to see Dad, Minneapolis to hang out with you two jokers. And so for the first time all year, he did get the premium uh, class update uh, upgrade. So sure. that, was, that was good. But it's first time, first time all year. Um, so here's a list of my updated six flight or airport pet peeves, and a few of these are updated based on a nightmare travel day yesterday. Let's start with number six and countdown. When they announce after a six-hour delay, thanks to Ike's in the Minneapolis airport for keeping me hydrated, fed, and entertained for like three hours yesterday. It's a great spot upstairs at Ike's. When you get to the gate, six-hour delay, you're going to get out at like 11 o'clock p.m., and they say as you're walking on the plane, oh, by the way, this four-hour flight that you're about to embark on, there will be no Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is down. Sorry. That is pet peeve number six. Rains of pores, man. Yes. It's 2022. We can't uh, just reboot the Wi-Fi machine. We can't can't watch a freaking movie on our phones or whatever. That's ridiculous. For that long a flight, like if you were going to Chicago. I can't check Twitter for four hours. What are you talking about? If you were going to Chicago, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But from, from Minneapolis to Seattle, that is ridiculous. And the, oh, by the way, I'm not going to say what airline it was because I, I generally like this airline, but. Okay, number five, when the, when the pilot gleefully brags after landing, hey, we got you in 20 minutes early, or in this last night it wasn't the case for us, but like oftentimes it'll be, hey, we got, we got in 20 minutes early, we got in 30 minutes early, but there's no gate available, and so you wind up sitting on the tarmac for no like point. 30 minutes anyways. I would suggest that landing right on time is the only way. The early thing is, and, and I think they take credit. I think the airlines are like they mark hey, off got to the early, early the no, early box. We're still sitting on the yeah, plane. Yeah, exactly annoying. right. And I would rather be in the air, just in the air, no. than sit there on the tarmac. Well, no, but but I know what you mean. <laughs> why not? Look, why, why, why 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 sitting would... still in an airplane is is one of my biggest I, pet peeves. Why would you want to be circling the wagons above the air at ten at, at five seven thousand? Because it feels like you're making progress. Yes. No. I, I would rather it just be on more, time. I, I I like my boots on the ground, if you will, for more ways nah, than one. And I don't want to be in the air me. if I have no need. If to you're be destined in the to air. die, you're gonna die. It's gonna crash. No, I'm out. Well, last night I was kind of the other way. Where we had a six hour delay, and then we landed <laughs> not early. We landed six hours late. Um, <laughs> And it was literally 2 o'clock in the morning Pacific time that we Terrible. landed. And so there's no, there's nothing around. There's like two planes, and there's a million gates, and they didn't have a gate available. And but then the one, the one gate that was manned, the, the plane yeah. had a mechanical issue, so we literally sat there for over an hour. People were just, people were pissed. Okay, number four. Uh, we went over this a few months ago when I got COVID from someone that coughed for four hours, but people that ask others if they wouldn't mind switching seats. Just stay in your yeah, seat. Yeah, just stay in your seat. No, that didn't happen again yesterday, though, right? No, it didn't happen. This is a previous gripe. Uh, Number three, we've talked about this one before. Pilots who talk too much on the intercom, (laughs) Uh, like they're stand-up comedians or whatever. 
every time you talk on yeah. some planes, you cut into the thing that I am watching yep. on the back Stops. of the screen. Stops. So yep. when you're trying to be stand-up comedian guy and update us uh, with you know like the, whatever the atmospheric pressure is over the mountains we're going to go over in two hours, that's uh, you know 45 seconds of interruption from whatever I'm trying to zone out watching. Strong headwinds, giggity. Uh, we're going to keep going here. Yeah, it's annoying <laughs> as heck. Okay, number two. You guys might fight me on this. People on a, on a flight that is four hours or less, people that get up from the window seat to use the bathroom, hold it. Oh, it Especially well, when the people in the, in yeah, the aisle I, or in the middle are trying to sleep. I, hold your bladder for four dude, hours or less. No. It depends. Hold <laughs> no, your bladder. No. You can't, you can't right make. before you no. get on. Four hours Don't or less? drink a gallon of water. Prepare an hour. An hour I'd be with you. I, I can't too. do it. An hour? You yeah. can't. You can't go. I mean, I, like, if well, I, mean, older I, man, I gotta go I get it, Okay, yeah. but then get an aisle seat. Plan ahead. Well, yes, I always available. want an aisle seat. I do yeah. always want an aisle Me too. seat. I, yeah, I feel don't. terrible if I ever have to crawl over people oh, in the middle people. of a flight. If I gotta no. Get up! I'm coming through. I'm coming through. I'm not whipping it out and going there. I gotta go to the bathroom, so I'm I'm going. Yeah. Get up. Move. Okay. Book an, then book an aisle seat That's so you can just get up and go to your thing. The window should be for the steel bladder people. Okay. Okay. And uh, and number one, this happened last night, is you know number one flight peppy people that stand up right away and cram yes. the aisle. But last night, this is great. So again, we yes. get in at two o'clock in the morning, and a few rows behind me, this couple just gets right up and like jammed. They did like the fullback dive, like they jammed as far up as they could, and they stood there all antsy. Jeez! And so everyone gets out the plane. Now overheard the discussion between them oh, and whoever the gate agent was, like, oh god, or it might have been one of the flight attendants. We missed our connection. What do we do? And she was like, you could tell. She didn't say this, but she's like, it's 2 o'clock it's, in the yeah, morning. It's 2 a.m. Everybody missed everything. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing you can do right yeah. now. Right. Go get a hotel. I, now Call I, the airline or yeah. something. I will say. Try again in the morning. <laughs> Getting I, off the plane earlier isn't going to fix this. In terms of the standing up people, I will stand up to stretch, and then I'll put right back down. I will plop back down. But, like, I, I got to stretch out the legs, but I'm not going to sit up and yeah. stand. I hate that, too. But I will well, sit up the stretch. If you're on the aisle, I would stand up, but I wouldn't get in the aisle immediately. So, so like, I think it's fine to stand up from your seat. But when you do what Phil's talking about, which is try and get in front of people or take up the aisle, that's annoying. You got problems. Yeah. Yeah, I have no people, problem with standing and up. And there's, like, this poor old woman in the yeah. row in front of me that's, like, trying to get her... So she, so yeah. it's a, okay, the guy was like a guy here. who was probably in his early 30s, and he's like elbowing his way up. And this old woman yeah. is trying to get her bag out. He's just staring at her. This Dude, if you're going to elbow your way up, at least help the old help woman up, get yeah. her bag out of the cup. Be a, I'm a guy. Be a good yeah. traveler. Yeah, be a good time. traveler. You've done this before, right? Help people with their bags. I, I, I mean, if somebody's shorter, help mm -hmm. them with their bag. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the amount of times I grabbed a person's bag and just put yeah. it up yeah. there. Because I'm taller than them. Because yeah. you're a good guy. Yeah. Well, and, it's guy. and I'm expediting the process. She's not, if, if a small person, he or she, cannot get their bag up there, and they're yeah. trying and trying and trying, I do it all they're the time. clogging the aisle. I just grab it. It's like, Tell me, I'm stop. the Drano. Yeah. yeah. I got it Let's in the go. thing. Come Let's on. Go. Let's go. Yeah. And by the way, no gates available. No gates. There's no gate there's agents. Like 400 it's no gates. gate just, agents. Just you don't park have a gate agent. the plane by a gate. And okay, we'll just, uh, okay, folks, we're not going to uh, have a gate agent here. We're going to uh, have to be sitting on the runway for a while. 
Welcome to SeaTac. There were like eight audible F-bomb yells when the pilot came on and said, uh, uh, I know we've already been waiting for 20 minutes here, but uh, it's going to be at least another 20 or 30 minutes before it's oh, available. Oh, oh I, I'm with the F-bombs. I'm with, the, I'm with the F-bombers. Yeah. I'm, I'm with sorry them. about this. Uh, I lied yeah. earlier because I didn't want you guys to freak out on me. It's going to be like four more hours By here. By the way, I'm watching uh, all and, of uh, you here. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a complete freak. Uh, there's a uh, there's lipstick cameras in uh, 16 different seats. <laughs> Why and, do uh, they always sound so creepy though? It's like pilots always sound super creepy. Oh man! All right, Daily Vikings Entertainment and uh, Airport complaining. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a State of the Offense episode of Purple Daily. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.